Okay, I don't know, does anyone here know in the Gospel of John, it'll say sometimes the disciple whom Jesus loved. Have you ever heard that? And do you know who he's talking about? Do you know who the disciple whom Jesus loved is, anyone? You got a one in 12 shot, yeah? All right, it's not Bob. Peter, nice guess. That's what I would have said too. The first pope, right? The guy in charge. Yeah. John. John, the youngest one. He was probably 13, 12. We're not sure. We just know from the earliest days, whenever they show him, they show him without a beard, right? And if he was a man, they would have used the word man. But back then, I don't know, fellas, if you're ready for this, you became a man at 13. That's when you went and got a job and no kidding, guys. You went and got married. How do you like that? Boy, I don't know how they made it. Uh, so why am I telling us this? Well, here's a neat thing for you to learn because it's really cool. Sometimes that disciple is called John, and sometimes that disciple is called the disciple whom Jesus loved. Well, when they write John, they mean John, the dude. When they say the disciple whom Jesus loved, they mean John and you and me. It's an important thing. And when we read John, it's really kind of neat to read it that way and to understand how much it changes things. So when Jesus says to the disciple whom he loved, blah, 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 he's saying it to you and to me who try to be disciples of Jesus every day. So the reason I tell us this is what does it mean then when he's dying and it says he looked at his mom and he looked at the disciple whom he loved and said, that's your mom. Was he talking to John? Yes. Who else was he talking to? You and me. And when he looks at his mom and says, mom, that disciple whom Jesus, lo that, that disciple whom Jesus loves, they're yours. He's talking about you and me. Now, many of you, 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 if we have a mom that we know or that's still with us, we're so grateful for her. And that's a wonderful gift. But it's also a gift that he gives us Mary. And he says that she's our mother too. He shares his mom with all of us. There were days when I would come home, like I got, I struggled at school to sit still, okay? That was always my trouble. And I don't, I, I know we don't do this. I don't know if other schools still do, but what they would do is when, when the teacher had to get after you, there was this little yellow piece of paper and they would put it on a safety pin and they'd pin it to your shirt. And if you got three of those puppies, but when you get home, they'd take the pin off, your mom and dad would, and do they still do this anywhere? I think it was awful in retrospect, but anyway. Uh, to prove that mom and dad knew you got in trouble, they would each sign that little piece of paper. And I remember on the bus, you know, sitting there were like 50 of these things some days. And, and you know, your buddy would see you and he'd feel bad for you because he knew, whew, oh man, it's gonna be grim when Joe gets home, and sometimes I wouldn't have any, and I'd see some dude with a bunch, oh, bro, right? When we feel that thing, 
where we see someone hurting and we wish they weren't hurting, that's actually a really good thing to feel. It's called compassion. And it means to love someone so much that we hurt for them. And Mary has compassion for us. She didn't have to experience any pain in her life. This is really kind of wild to think of. But she chose to because that's what you and I feel all the time. And she wants to be a good mom and say, I know how that feels. I'm right here. So today, we're going to ask our Blessed Mother to pray for us so that when we see other people, we feel compassion for them. Because we might not have the safety pins with a bunch of yellow pieces of paper on them, but we do kind of on our hearts and on our souls. And Mary sees those, and she prays for us, and we can ask her, help me see other people's pain and hurt with them. This is a real gift, and it's a gift that's getting more and more rare in our culture, and that's why it gets so scary some days. But for you and me, Jesus wants us to be the answer. And how can we be the answer? By having compassion. By hurting for people who hurt and praying for them, helping when we can, and being people who are merciful, who aren't hard on other people. So we're going to ask Mary to pray for us today, to fill our hearts with compassion. And if we're the ones hurting, to fill our hearts with hope. Because how does this story end, right? Where Jesus is dying. I mean, it's the awful story, but how does it end? Oh, really, really well. I don't know if you read the book, but he rises from the dead. Okay? I'm just telling you the end right now. When we hurt with people, and when we hurt because of people, Jesus is going to heal us. And in the meantime, we pray for all of those who are hurting. Amen? Amen. Okay.